Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of The Yo Show. Right here live on blogtalkradio.com. Bucks County and Philadelphia area's number one most rapidly rising podcast. We are definitely on fire here. Just got done celebrating a lovely Christmas holiday. We hope everybody else out there had an amazing Christmas holiday as well. Because we certainly did enjoy ours. Jeff the Shark Marini with you tonight. Jewel Tatey will be with us shortly as we uh, work out a few kinks here in the studio. Don't you go away because we're going to have another great show. Either way, Jewel's going to get here. We're going to work out all the kinks. We're going to have a great time tonight as we are joined by a very special guest, creator of Cantor Guitars, a musician in his own right, fashion designer, a whole nine yards, very talented, very amazing, Mr. Robert Cantor, we are very special guests. We're excited for that. Um, he's designed guitars for many greats that you may know, that you've heard of, people that you've listened so when he comes home, we're going to discuss that. We're going to discuss his career and a lot of other great stuff tonight live here on our show. Very special thank you to our guest from last week when we last joined you for our big holiday episode from New York via Sicily, the beautiful, the amazing Kendra Black. She was great. And she talked about uh, how she's going to be making her way back out to Italy for the holiday season. We hope she's enjoying her time out there. And when she comes back, she's making her way to Philly. And she said she can't wait to hang out with us. And we can't wait to hang out with her. Speaking of people we can't wait to hang out with, how about uh, we say hello to Miss Jewel Tatey? Jewel, good evening. Or maybe not a good evening. <laughs> Depends on what, uh, where you're sitting right now. Sounds like uh, we're definitely losing Jewel. Time. So let's just keep talking. Eventually Jewel will pop on and we'll all be here. We'll all have a great time. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, so anyway, Christmas came and went. That fast. The anticipation, the hype, the build-up, uh, the shopping, the food, everything. You name it. This great hype. And poof, it's gone. Every year, same old, same old. We rush through the malls. We rush to the grocery stores. Sam's Club. You name it. And you fill your house full of tons of people, and they eat, and they laugh, and they drink, and everybody has a great time. Next thing you know, it's all over. Piles of wrapping paper, good spirits, great gifts. I got some great ones this year, folks. I've got some great ones this year. My wife is amazing. I got this gigantic, official-sized beer pong table. It's absolutely beautiful. It is huge. takes up... Good portion of my man cave, but I love it. And also, a popcorn machine in the shape of the 
Stanley Cup. That's right, folks. The Stanley Cup. The lid comes off. It's a popcorn machine underneath. Can't get more exciting than that. Fantastic. Beautiful gifts. I, of course, give beautiful gifts as well. It was just tremendous. Great holiday season. Of course, we're looking forward to New Year's Eve. That's the next big holiday, which actually makes this poor disaster of a show for Joel Tatey the last one of 2018. 2018, a rough year for some people. Maybe Joel's one of them, so maybe we can't wait to get rid of 2018 and get back to, uh, you know, all the good stuff. Smooth sailing, the whole nine yards, a fresh new start. And that's what our top five list consists of tonight. I'm going to go on without Joel. She'll catch up, and we'll get her top five and all that fun stuff. Top five tonight is New Year's resolutions that we're going to make, but we're not going to keep. Rachel? Right. <laughs> Sorry. <Wow. again. laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, how they keep going given the lovely, the amazing Jewel, better late than never, Tavy. Good evening, Jewel. So sorry. I don't know what's up with this site. So happy to be here. <laughs> happy to have you. And, uh, you know, these things happen. We're going to go, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, we'll go strictly audio, no video. <laughs> these things happen. We're trying. We're trying. We're always trying. And, uh, eh, so... How was your holiday? Now that we have you here with us, and now we no longer have you with us, you've now become a Pac-Man machine. Boom, 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 boom. boom. <laughs> oh Jesus! It was Joel Tate, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we uh, we're just not getting her. I just don't know what's going on tonight. It's like it's not meant to be. It's like that bad breakup, you know. We. It's like that bad breakup when you want nothing more than to talk to that other person, but you just can't get on the same page. And it looks like it cut her off. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. All right, so I'm going to keep moseying along. I'm going to keep playing through here. That's what you people deserve. You sure as heck didn't call in or, or tune in and listen to technical difficulties to tune in and listen to me and Jewel uh, even a little drabs of Jewel and Robert Cantor and the whole nine years. So let's keep going. Let's go on with that top five list. Top five New Year's resolutions that we're going to make but we sure as hell aren't going to keep. God knows there's a lot. Number five is to just be a little less vulgar, I guess. Watching my language and, and cleaning it up. Ain't gonna happen. Better try. God knows I'll try. I'll last a minute or two because, you know, I can invent anything to try. But, uh, let's face it, it's not gonna happen. And that actually helps enhance the show because it makes me just a little bit sillier. Number four, my wife's gonna love this one. A nice diet. Now I'm gonna try a brand new diet. Vegetables and fruits, low fat this and healthy this. That's not gonna last. You know me, I love my pizza, I love my bad food, I love my burgers, I love all that stuff. Wings, beer. And number four is a brand new diet. That ain't gonna happen. (laughs) Number three, kind of with that goes exercise. 
That's right. Now I'm joining the gym. Now I'm working out every day. I'm pumping the iron. Going to be Mr. Fit Finley over here. Fitter than fit. That's also not going to happen. I'm not doing that either. <laughs> sounds good, though. Definitely sounds good to, you know, to sell myself that bill. Of goods. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get up at 3 in the morning, which I kind of do now anyway. You know, before I go to work, I'm going to stop at the gym. Uh-uh. I'll make it. I'll guarantee. It's not going to happen. Number two, I'm going to stop procrastinating. I'm going to do everything the second I say it. That's right. I come up with an idea. Boom, I'm doing it. No more procrastinating. Time to just get out and make it happen. But that also isn't happening. Again, sounds great. Ain't happening. Number one, my favorite. Every year I say it, I'm going to quit drinking beer. I'm done drinking. I'm quit drinking. That's it. No more wild nights of tons of beer. No more shots. No more... Going crazy with friends. Yeah, that ain't happening. That's another horrible New Year's resolution. Quit drinking slash quit drinking beer. That's my top five list, folks. Top five resolutions I'm going to make. That's sure as hell I'm going to keep. Let's rehash them, shall we? When Jewel comes back, we'll get hers. Number five. Let's start... Clean up my language a little bit, cursing. Stop being a foul mouth, potty mouth. I clean myself up. Not going to happen. Number four, brand new diet, vegetables and fruits and yogurts and oatmeals and protein and healthy and those fancy shakes you put in the blender. No, nah, none of that shit's happening. Sounds good, though. Number four, diet. Number three, exercise. Get to the gym and pump it up. Also, not happening. Number two, I'm going to stop procrastinating. I'll do it later. Nah, I'm not going to do it later. We all know I'm going to do it later. Anybody that knows me well enough and has tuned in long enough knows it. I'm going to do it later. And number one, I'm going to quit drinking. No more beer, no more booze, no more shots, no more nothing. Quitting drinking. I'm almost cracking myself up how bad that top five list is, but that is the top five list. Great, isn't it? Yeah, New Year's Eve, five short set, five short days away. I will be at the P Square Lounge Macaroni's Restaurant, Northeast Philadelphia. Can hardly wait. Got the tickets in hand. DJ Mike Alba, some of my good friends. We're gonna be killing it, and I cannot wait. I guess not, because it's going to be the last I drink, right? It's the resolution. Good stuff. Uh, so that's our top five list again. Uh, hopefully you get out there New Year's Eve. You have a safe one. Careful. Careful driving. Don't be afraid to call Uber. Don't be too proud to say you can't drive. Let's have everybody safe. All our listeners, all our fans, all our friends, let's have you all safe going into the new year. It's important to us right here. At the Yo Show. And the Yo Show uh, with 2019, we got some stuff lined up. We got some guests coming in. Uh, hopefully, uh, we've been actually getting courted with some emails and some posts for some new networks. So, uh, yeah, we might actually land on a new site. Stay tuned. We'll definitely keep you all posted there. 
Because as you can tell, tonight, this one just isn't coming. Poor Jewel Tatey dying to get out of here with her countless fans and friends. It's not working. And it's kind of pissing us off. Poor Jewel. We love you if you're listening out there, Jewel. We're here for you. I, you know, I just got the, um, over the weekend, I got the new iPhone XR. I'm an iPhone guy. I love it. Never going back to anything else. I spent one year on Android, worst one year of my life, and cell phoned them. We're going to try Jewel Baby once again. I think. Jewel Tady, are you with us? Hey, yes, I am. All right. All right. You're halfway there again. Again, your audio, you're not video. That's okay. We need you. Sorry we need about you. that. That's okay. These things happen. I apologize uh, to our many, many listeners. The millions of people who are sitting back saying, you know what? I can't wait for the holidays ends. I can get my Jewel Tady fix. And poof. Right? I miss right. the show so much. <laughs> you miss you, Joel Tady. <sighs> miss you too. This is where we're supposed to be on Monday and Wednesday nights, sitting right here, kicking back and talking to some great guests. Agreed. And uh, we've got a great one tonight. We had a great one last week. And uh, Kendra Black, Robert Cantor tonight. She'll be joining us in about 15 minutes. Uh, real quickly, Joel, not to rush you because I know you're – Doing your thing, but <laughs> are you with us? Oh, losing her again. There she goes. Out again. Take it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give her a big round of applause for her. <laughs> 30 seconds of fame. Uh and it looks like the site just dropped your call again. All right, this is terrific. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Well, let's get to music. Let's play some music, and while we're working on that, and we'll get Jewel back. In the meanwhile, uh, tonight's guest, Robert Cantor. Again, guitar of every nature, creator of uh, his own special line of guitars, creator of music. And all that good stuff. Let's play a song. He's got a new album out called Truth. It came out about a month ago in November. It's doing well, as we very well expected it to do. And this is one of the singles of that. This song is called Happiness by Robert Cantor, tonight's guest. Check it out right here on the O Show. It's about three and a half minutes long. We're going to get the, sh- the song going to you. And meanwhile, we're going to work on Jewel Tady coming back to us as well. So Happiness by Robert Cantor. And we'll be back shortly right here. On the U-Ship. Thing I'm 
Time of the year. Robert Cantor, Happiness. Good tune. Very, uh, got some Tom Jones, uh, kind of an upbeat and poppy kind of number. He's going to be with us shortly to talk about his music right here on the Yo Show. Robert Cantor. Great little number right there. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I hope you all enjoyed it out there. I'm sure Jewel Tatey enjoyed it. Wherever the heck she's at. <laughs> I'm sure she's listening and she loves us just that much. And she fights through the technical difficulties that normally bring us so close together. Thank you. So anyway, um, we were going on about the um, this iPhone and this uh, face recognition thing. And it kind of blows my mind from trying to jump right onto it and, and look things up and work real quick like I normally do here. And it's got to recognize my face first. Very interesting. Fun, though. I'm an Apple guy for life. I don't care what anybody says. Well, my Apple computer. My my Apple <laughs> my Apple phone, sorry. I don't have an Apple computer. I don't go that far. Um, as you all know, the Christmas holiday came and passed. Uh, the usual out of some people who just can't get enough. I'm not going to dwell on the story. I'm going to blow through it real quickly. But, you know, a New Year's resolution for all of us is to just stop coming down on... I guess our government, our president, the special report yesterday was that President Trump made an unannounced trip to Iraq to visit troops in the Middle East. And then there was uh, sites reporting it didn't happen, pictures of him there with troops. So that's one thing we can knock off, really. One thing we'd like to see, let's just kind of have a little faith in our government, our fellow Americans, our people. Give me a little bit of nonsense. Speaking of nonsense and governments and fundings and people and all that, that other hoo-ha, the um, the site GoFundMe uh, definitely became heroes. They made good on the uh, scam artist and the people that were ripped off uh, by the couple with the homeless man that turned out to be a big scam. Well, apparently, uh, all $400,000 appears to be refunded, according to articles I'm reading today. So that, that's a good story. A story you like to hear. Uh, everybody is out with a scam nowadays. You answer your cell phone. <laughs> Half the time there's a scam. You um, answer your house phone. Uh, you get mail. Even people you see on the street. Everybody's up to something. It, it's crazy. But it's a shame. That's kind of like what we're up against. And we really don't need it. And a lot of hardworking people out there grinding to get every last dollar. I know I am, you know, got a regular job and we got the show here and and every penny counts when you're doing so much with life. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled, I guess. Some of the things are so blatantly obvious that some aren't. There's a lot of things out there that you would never imagine would be a scam. 
and here you are getting beat and losing your hard-earned money. There's this other big new scam out there where you're getting a call from this collection agency that claims that you owe thousands of dollars for a loan or a credit card or account or something from years back, and they want you to start making payment on it. And you ask them for the name of the company, and they say, all we know is we purchased the debt, and this is the amount, and it's been from X amount of years ago, and uh, we want you to uh, start making arrangements how you're going to pay it. I got this the other day. I chuckled. I said, you know, you give me the name of the company. You send me something in the mail that's got all the evidence of this and the proof, and you show me this loan I took out, and uh, we'll discuss it. Got a letter in the mail. Of course, it says we can't pursue it. It was from 20 years ago. Statute of limitations has worn off, but we would appreciate you paying us back. No idea. So... Keep writing. Always ask a ton of questions. They always ask for any kind of evidence you could possibly get. And see where they go from there. Because a lot of times, they can't produce it. You know, and uh, there's attorneys out there helping people with this very case. The name of the company escapes me, which is uh, kind of bad on me because it was important. I always wanted to uh, spew it out. We might have said it here on the show. I don't remember. But never give out your social security number over the phone. Don't even really give out any information. A lot of times I'll ask you your name. Say, is this Joe Smith? And as soon as you say yes, now they've got you locked in. Because it's like Joe Smith just made an agreement to do blah, blah, blah. So careful out there, listeners. You might get a random phone call from Jeff the Shark Perini from the Yo Show. You take that phone call. Something good bound to happen there. That's how we do it here. So we thank you. Um, about five minutes away from Robert Cantor, tonight's guest from Cantor Guitar. I'm going to come up with some more stories in the meanwhile. A big, big weekend if you're an Eagles fan coming up. Foles magic has been in effect. Foles has been, once again, phenomenal. Taking over the backup role and taking over for Carson Wentz during another Wentz injury been fantastic through for over 400 yards this past weekend. The Eagles beat a very tough Houston Texan team, went down to the wire, and pulled it out again. So right now, they are only behind Minnesota for the last wildcard playoff spot. And here's how it plays out, if you don't know. I'm going to tell you. Minnesota and Chicago play this weekend in Minnesota. The Eagles will be in Washington to take on the Redskins. Now, an Eagles win combined with a Vikings loss would put the Eagles in as a sixth seed, and they would travel up to Chicago next week and take on the very same Bears. I like it on our end. I like our ability to beat Washington. A little nervous about what's going to happen with the Bears, because the Bears may have nothing to play for, and they might find out during the game that, you know, they can't get the bye week. They can't get the two seed. And they'll be forced to um, maybe forced not to play so strong. Now, another scenario is very interesting. Let's say that the Rams lose, the Bears win. It makes the Rams the three seed. Means the Eagles got to go back out to California and pull off that same magic they pulled off a few weeks ago. How crazy would that be? That would also kind of seed um, Dallas against Seattle. In the game, I don't think Dallas can win, which I love. I'd love to see Dallas get knocked off. That'd be terrific. Seattle playing some red-hot football right now. 
Dallas has been okay. I don't give him any credit. I'm not Dallas fan. New Orleans, of course, uh, has locked in the number one seed. AFC going down the wire as well. Baltimore is in control of their destinies with the final spot. Pittsburgh hoping that their old friends from Cleveland help them out and beat Baltimore, and Pittsburgh needs to win and try to sneak into the playoffs. Again, not looking too good. It's all going to be on this last Sunday. A lot of games flexed till 4 o'clock in the afternoon. All those big playoff invocation day uh, games have been moved to later in the day. Just kind of build the excitement. So if your team's playing at 1, then they're either locked up their playoff spot or they suck. That's kind of what the NFL is telling you. <laughs> your team isn't good enough to be in the contention. Here they are at 1 o'clock. So it should be fun. Should be fun. Uh, if the Eagles do win, Minnesota does win. Of course, the Eagles are gone, and that would be very sad because Nick Foles again is doing his magic. I really don't get it. The man is just chock full of magic. Late in these seasons for the Eagles, last year's Super Bowl win, this year kind of put us on our backs, on his back, and he's leading us in another improbable charge. Rotino is kind of dead in the water. We can only hope and pray, Eagles fans. So good luck to that. Good luck with Nick. Good luck to the Eagles. Bad luck to Minnesota Vikings. So all the wheels fall right off the wagon. Let's get ready. It looks like we are about to be joined by a very special guest. Unfortunately, we don't have Jewel here to help us along with the interview. She did such a great job in uh, piecing it all together. So go on at one-on-one, our very special guest from Cantor Guitars, the amazing Mr. Robert Cantor. Good evening, and welcome to the Yo Show. Good evening. Thank you for having me. I appreciate uh, being on board tonight. How are you? Uh, we Happy do holidays. Well. Oh, likewise. Happy holidays. Thank you for joining us. Uh, tonight it will just be me. We have a little technical get, uh, difficulty with our co-host, Jewel. So uh, me and you will still get at it. We'll do some questions, talk a little bit about your career, if that sounds good. Sure, whatever you like, that'd be great. You can hear Excellent. me okay? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Actually coming through loud and clear, which is terrific. Um, Perfect. Let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about the beginning. Uh, you started out as uh, a musician at a young age. Um, you also I got did. into a career, like, uh, a career in fashion designing. Uh, when did music really take over? When did you decide that music was going to be your path? Well, it's it's interesting because it actually was pretty recent that I uh, got back into music. I unfortunately had a uh, uh, an illness in the family. Uh, my late wife was uh, had a very rare illness, and uh, I was sort of trying to do a lot of caregiving over a long period of time. And she sort of said to me, "Look, you know, you really need to go and get involved and do something that's uh, you know more nourishing for your soul and something that you enjoy." She said, "Why don't you go back to music?" And I thought, "Well, you know, it's been a long time and." Uh, I, I decided that it was it was a good idea, and I first uh, I had at that time a small business doing rehearsal studios uh, for bands, and we offered some recording in there, and uh, so I gave it a, a try with a, a friend of mine who was a customer of mine of my guitar business. Uh, you know, I have Kander Guitars where I um, I do customization of, uh, of guitars for stage use and other things. And so uh, I started out, uh, you know, just trying a few things and seeing how it worked because I really wasn't familiar with Pro Tools and how things are recorded today. So, of course, it was 
a bit of a challenge, but, you know, like anything, I think if you just um, sort of have a little bit of faith and work through it, you know, I don't know how it could work any other way now, actually. It's, it's quite amazing, and it's been uh, quite a journey. That's terrific. So you design and you play. Um, what what part of you gets more of the juice of slowing, writing music and playing songs or, or coming up with the creative aspects of the guitars? Well, I think it's a combination, actually, of both. Um, they're sort of different types of things, and I think that uh, the way I look at creativity is whether it's fashion, which I'm involved in, I'm involved in the art business as well as music. I think it's a culmination of just your interests in general of the, just being creative. So I think that I enjoy every aspect of creativity and I'm fortunate enough and blessed to be able to, you know, spend a lot of time doing these type of efforts. So I would have to say it's not one over the other, but it's sort of a combination. And I think that you can filter into all different things because they're all really tied in today when you think about it. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Obviously, I mean, you, um, Kind of like any craft with any tool, you get to love it. You know how you want it to come out, and that's one of the things that you bring to us. Um, when you get an artist come to you and say, hey, this is the design I like, or do you pretty much go out there and make designs and make them available and people say, hey, I like that. I want to come get it. Well, I think it's a combination. I mean, obviously, I do some obvious sort of things, like I'll do um, a, a couple of versions of skulls, for example. And I, I work. one of the ways I work is in Swarovski Crystal. So when I crystallize an instrument with twenty or 30,000 crystals on the face of the guitar, you know, you can do any different type of uh, pixelated, basically, artwork. So you can be very detailed. And a lot of times it'll be uh, an artist that will decide what they want or what they thematically are looking for. So, you know, it really varies. It, it's very hard to say, you know, in, in, in anything because each thing is custom made, basically. But I do also make some things that are just basically uh, in stone. I'm also working now on an art project with artists from uh, a gallery that I have here in New York uh, in the Bronx, which is a street art gallery. So I have some street artists and other types of artists internationally. They're all uh, working on painting guitar bodies so I can hopefully one day make a museum show sometime shortly in the future, which will feature from around the world artists that have all rendered guitars. So it's a sort of, again, a different aspect of working with people creatively and it's a sort of give and take again each thing is done where we sort of discuss an idea maybe or sometimes i'll just let them go with what they feel and then i will then take the guitar and do the finishing and the types of um trimmings and things i will do um i will, I will do based on what their artwork uh, looks like and features that's amazing, and some of the work is great. And if you go to the site where the show is on tonight, there's some pictures of it as well. Uh, the American flag, there's the beautiful emerald green. There's so many awesome designs. You said you got involved also with Swarovski Crystal. Uh, how did that come to be? And how did they, um, how did you approach them and say, hey, here's an idea we have? Well, it's funny because again, leading back to the fact that I think that fashion and these and music and everything is related. I basically, in the fashion business, was looking to do something interesting for a Christmas catalog. Okay. And the idea was rock and roll. So at the time, we were doing T-shirts that had Swarovski crystal sayings on them. And I thought, well, why not take the crystal and apply it on a guitar and see how that looks and just put that in the feature in the catalog so just as a piece of conversation. Well, we put it in the catalog. I did an animal kind of a pattern that looks like a zebra on a guitar, and um, we actually sold five of them. And so it was kind of interesting that wow. that sort of led to the, the idea of, of bringing it forward uh, into into doing something more formal along those lines. That's amazing. I mean, it 
you know, just the creativity and the mindset to do it. And again, if anybody's ever seen your art or they haven't seen your art yet, check it out because the designs are outstanding. The guitars like jump off the page. I've seen some of the pictures. I'm blown away. Um, getting to your music yeah, now. Oh, thank you very much. Getting to your music, we played one of your songs already, a song called Happiness off your new album, Truth, that came out in November. Yes. Um, very upbeat, yes, very fun, kind of a, um, maybe kind of like a Tom Jones, if you will. Who are some of your influences in music? Who are some of the bands that you hear and say, I like that, and it kind of you know leads to your, to your uh, outcome? Well, I think it goes all the way from the Beatles to uh, Todd Rundgren, who's uh, someone who I've always admired. And uh, Burt Bacharach, of course, is a great songwriter that I think has influenced my music. And I, I sort of try to look at that I enjoyed a lot of the type of hooky music that was around in the 70s and the 80s and even the 90s, and then taking some sort of more modern techniques that were used when we were recording, so it's sort of a combination. And I just sort of love music that's sort of, I guess, happy, basically. You know, I think we're in very difficult times now, and I think it's important to do things that make people feel good or get up and they want to dance, you know, that type of thing. So it's kind of um, the vibe that I'm going after, actually. It's a great idea and a great angle. I was dancing to it a little bit here in the studio when <laughs> when I had it playing there in the background. <laughs> it's go. a great song. <laughs> uh, definitely in the holiday season, too. So, so the timing on that is perfect. Um, what is yeah. the creative process like in, in music? Do you um, Is it something that you just kind of sit down and say, let me write some songs? Or are you sleeping and say, hey, here's an idea? Where does the music aspect come from? Where do you get these? Uh, is anything like real-life instances? Although it's funny, um, really my process is a sort of a, a non-process because I cannot, if you said to me, Robert, I want you to sit down and I want you to write a song, I don't really do that. And it's it's interesting because most of the songs that are on the album that you have in your hands were written, most of the music was written on the piano. Even though I'm a guitar player, I sort of found the guitar was a bit limiting and I just found that the type of voicings and type of chord progressions and things that I was looking for were more on the piano. And it's funny because I'm not really a piano player, but all the keyboard parts that are on the records, I actually play. <laughs> but um, basically also. the process is, yeah. it, it, actually it's funny, usually what happens is about four o'clock in the afternoon, I'll be sitting at the piano in my living room and my mom, who happens to live with me, is in the kitchen banging around pots and pans to get dinner ready. And so you'll hear when I make my original... <laughs> Uh, sort of sketch recordings. You'll sometimes hear the dishwasher or something going on in the background. <laughs> it's funny, but it seems to always be sometime around that time, maybe that I would just sit down and the song basically just comes out. You know, it, it's, that's really my process. It's really just the songs come to me and I just have an idea. And most of the time uh, we'll start out. I have a musical partner, um, which is uh, Kareem Devlin. He was a lead guitar player for Lady Gaga. Yes. And, uh, he was also a client of mine uh, for guitars as, as well. So I made uh, some guitars for the uh, Born This Way tour, actually, which was uh, so my guitars were used in over 200 stadiums around the world, which was very exciting for me and very lucky for me. But Kareem is a very talented artist and uh, basically will come to him with an idea. And some things, you know, we're at the point now after two years of being able to sit down and I'll just take a very, very rough thing and he'll throw it onto the, uh, onto the computer and we'll work from it. But it's like every song is like a journey, so it may start someplace, and I just, uh, you know, we will let the song go whatever direction it needs to go, and sometimes it'll come out so completely different that it's interesting to sort of play the demo and then play the finished version and sometimes just see how much transition there is, and sometimes there's no transition at all, since some ideas are very clear. So it really varies uh, 
tremendously. But the joy of it is, I think, is that that sort of one-to-one creativity where you're starting with something and you're just letting it come out from the inside. You know, that's the beauty of it, I think. And the, the, the best feeling is that you're able to create without having to sit there and say, I'm going to create, I have to create. Like, I don't have that kind of pressure. So I'm very, again, very blessed when I can do that. Yeah, that uh, definitely makes it easier. I guess it makes it more um, more from the heart. It's not processed and it's not overly exactly. thought out. It's like, you know, yeah, that's, yeah, and that's perfect. That's always the way to do it. Yeah, it's and more a lot organic. of the ones we get here. Yeah, absolutely. And you can, you can tell the, the clean, crisp sound of it in the song. Like, it doesn't sound like anything for us, and that's great. And that's a lot of the artists that we get here, a lot of younger artists, a lot of people that are up and coming or new to the scene. They just shoot it from their heart, shoot it from their head, and away they go. It's fantastic. Now, when you get together um, with our, like you said, Kareem Devlin, and you're making music, you say, hey, check this piece out. I was making it in my house. In the background, you can hear my mom in the pots and pans. Do you do that with artists? Or? <laughs> uh, no, not really. <laughs> Only with my music partner, because sort of used to it. He's used, he's used to sometimes my just having one line of something and going, this is the hook, and this is what I'm hearing, and then we go from there. And I'll sometimes just literally have to write a verse, a chorus, or something on the keyboard while I'm sitting in the studio with him together. It just, he'll go, I can't understand how you do this. You just suddenly have to sit down, and five minutes later, the rest of the song is written. I'll say, well, I only had five minutes before I left the house to write this. <laughs> so it's, uh, again, it's just part of the, it's part of the fun is the spontaneity, obviously. Like, you just don't know. But for some reason, I'm just very fortunate that when I need a part of a song, it just comes to me, and it just comes to my hands, and uh, and that's it. And sometimes on the guitar as well, the same thing. I'll be playing something and just just sort of doodling around, and that'll be something that just turns right into a song. So it's uh, it's That's it's awesome. great. It's very enjoyable. Did you ever uh, come up with a piece, a little riff, and then something sidetracks your phone call or something, then you lose it? Or once you get it, it's kind of in you. Do you do you constantly have the groove for uh, certain riffs and notes? I think most of the time when I lose something like that, it'll be if I heard something in a dream. <laughs> and I get up in the morning and I don't put it down on the telephone or try to hum something like that, which also happens once in a while. But yes, that has happened occasionally. But sometimes, oddly, it'll come back in a different form. Or sometimes I'll lay something out and I'll suddenly hear it differently and almost take an interpretation of my own um, riff, for example. And it'll be something that I maybe had done a couple of years ago, like I'd find some old tapes and I would listen to something and it would inspire me to do something different in the same vein. So that does happen once in a while, too. All right. So lesson to everybody percent. out there. Yeah. That's a lesson to all yeah, the I think you just have to, you hear it, get it you know, Yeah, I think you just have to take the process and let the process take its own course and have faith in your own uh you know, your own creativity basically. Like anything. I think, you know, if you're gonna set out to do something, you have to kind of have the belief that whatever it is, you're just gonna do the best you can and you know, and not force it and just try to let it happen. And generally when you let things happen, you get much better results because as soon as you start to try and push I, I find this just doesn't work so well. You know, it, it, it just sounds that way to me. It becomes forced when you do anything, you know, whether it's artwork, music, fashion, anything. It's like, you know, you can just tell sometimes, I think, when something is, again, not, not organic process. And that makes that makes great sense, and it, it's it's refreshing to hear it. Yeah, even here, I mean, we have a, uh, you know, we have a smaller time radio show, but we love it. And a lot of people say, man, listen to your show, and, you must spend hours getting it together. I'm like, not really. We get um, topics together for guests. We get a, uh, some news events that we see, and we just go. Because, again, 
we like to be free form, just let it all out. And I appreciate you coming up with that idea as well. That's great. Yeah, I think it's important to do that. I, I think in, in life, you know, it, it, things move so quickly that by the time you plan something out, it's already gone past that. Yeah. Right? I mean, when you look at the news, <laughs> look at any event, right? I mean, by the time someone will say to me, did you hear about this? I'll say, yes, it already was in the news yesterday. So it's the kind of odd sort of reading the newspaper. If you read a newspaper today, it's kind of like a review by the time you get it in the morning because the day before, whatever right. happened, you already <laughs> moved three steps ahead of it. It's, it's, it's really amazing how quickly things move. Sure. Do you think that's a, uh, sure. do you think that's a help in the music world as far as uh, moving your stuff along? Like you get a song, Next thing you know, boom, social media, boom, Spotify, Apple Music, a whole nine yards is out that quickly. Do you think that helps artists uh, move along faster, make better progress? I don't know if it helps artists in that respect, because I think that the way I look at music is music is kind of timeless. And if something is good, it's good 10 years from now. It's good 10 years ago. It's sort of not so much anything other than I think you have to be very careful how you release music today, because it's just it's just difficult because there's no sort of format or sort of scheme the way music used to be released and used to be controlled in the way it was distributed. And today it's like the wild west out there. So it's a question of like, yeah. if I have four songs, do I save them and make a, you know, make another album or do I release four singles separately that are thematically done with videos or do I do a EP? Do I do this? Like so everyone has a different idea of how it should be done. And I think that it's kind of, you just have to kind of go with your gut as to what you think is going to be something that your listeners really want from you. So it's, you know, like I said, it's, it's pretty wild out there now. There's no sort of uh, formula anymore, so to speak. Yeah, and uh, so. we do hear that from a lot of our guests. A lot of our guests will come out with, like you said, the one song at a time, the song, the video, promote it, come back, another song, even make a little EP. And that, I guess that is modern, um, which is good as well because you get a taste of it. But then again, like you said, you don't want to uh, ruin the timeless aspect of music. And like I said, and listen to your song, Happiness, that's a song that I think sticks around. It, it's fun. It's upbeat, something that definitely can be remembered. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, so let's get back a little bit to the uh, guitar designing. Uh, you designed guitars for some big names. I'm looking down the list, and people that I love, Richie Sambora, uh, Stevie Stevens, Gary Clark Jr., Joe Elliott, amongst others. Um, how did it all begin? What made you sit down and say, let's get guitar designs, and let's get into, again, I guess it has some of the fashion aspect to do with it, but... Um, Where'd you all, where did you start with that idea, and how easy was it to get going? Well, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with word of mouth, and when people see your instruments and they are able to track down, you know, what, and, and see what you're capable of doing, uh, again, it's a sort of organic process, and it's different with each artist, and everyone has a different sort of way that they approach it. Uh, you know, I've been fortunate, you know, with Richie Sambora, you know, basically we do some charity work where uh, he he performs uh, at a, a ball that opens the Kentucky Derby every year. And so the yeah. last five years, we've worked together and collaborated on a guitar that he's designed with me every year. And we've raised almost, uh, I think, almost half a million dollars already now for children's wow. diabetes. So, you know, so I'll try to do things like that sometimes, you know, to be helpful and give back, which I think is very important. You know, so I'll do some work for charity. Um, Steve Stevens is just a phenomenal underrated guitar player with Billy Idol. I mean, he's a, he's an amazing guy, amazing player, amazing person, and, uh, very humble. And he sort of saw what I did, you know, 
for the for uh, Kareem for Lady Gaga, which was a sort of a, a sort of a black and silver Les Paul guitar, and he wanted one just like that. And after that, uh, Joe Elliott from Def Leppard, uh, same thing. He sort of saw Steve Stevens' guitar, and so I want a guitar <laughs> like that one, slightly different. So it's just kind of one of those things, you know. It, again, it's the process is very organic, and, and you never know. Uh, but that's sort of how that worked. Funny, actually. And then there'll be a different it's approach, great. like with Gary Clark. Gary Clark Jr., my my partner in the art business, is uh, this uh, street artist Crash, who's who's uh, pretty well known over the years, and he's done work for Eric Clapton, John Mayer, people like that, which are you know pure art guitars. And we decided to do something together for Gary Clark Jr. And Gary was you know sort of starting out at that time, so it's funny because people say to me, they go, "Who is this guy? Why'd you do guitar for him?" Now they're like. They come back a couple years later, they go, oh, my God, you made a guitar for Gary Clark Jr. I'm like, yeah, remember when I told you about this guy, how amazing he is? And you're like, who is this guy? So it's very funny. You know, like, you know, we just thought he was the perfect artist to do something for. And it was, uh, again, just a fun project that we did. You know, And then, again, differently. Uh, yeah, and then I did guitars for uh, Elliot Easton of The Cars. And uh, Elliot's, again, a very gracious, amazing guy who's just uh, made into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, and uh, he told me that his his theme of a lot of artwork that he loved was were tiki gods. So, of course, I'm sitting here going, how am I supposed to figure out what to do on a guitar that's got a tiki god? You know, I mean, like, <laughs> of all things, why a tiki god? So I said to him, I said, look, you know, Elliot, do you have any kind of an artist that work you collect or someone you're a friend of then he said well you know i have this friend he developed a series called ren and stimpy and he's a cartoonist actually and he does tiki god work but he's a friend of mine and i don't want to ask him you know because he's a very gracious guy uh, elliot and he was like i really don't want to go to him so i said well look i think this is what you should do you should ask him his name is chris and i said you should go to chris and say to him look you know, uh, I have an idea I'd like to do on a guitar. Would you like to do it? And I said, and if he says no, then say that I put you up to it. And then that way you're off the hook. And, yeah, uh, and he says, yes. <laughs> yeah, I said, then you'll get what you want. And 24 hours later, I already had a sketch on my table from Chris uh, of the guitar. So I said, well, I guess the idea worked. And it actually was uh, <laughs> an amazing. <impression. laughs> so, that, you know, like I said, every story, you know, everyone's different and, uh, and and each time it's uh, it's it's just uh, amazing fun. That's probably pretty amazing. Cool. I mean, um, yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, now you said like Ren Stimpy players and their visions, and now they're coming to you. So you're kind of an innovator, really, and you're bringing all different art forms together. Um, do you, do you find yourself kind of mastering that? Like you said, you came up with the ideas, told these guys where to go. Do you think you're you're starting to master the craft of great guitar creating? Well, I'd like to think that I've mastered the techniques and the ability to really create something that I'm proud of. Like, I will not ever make a guitar that I don't feel is as best as I can make it. Uh, just like with music. I mean, I don't really want to do anything other than try to produce a record that when it comes out, it sounds exactly like a record. I don't want to make something that sounded like I'm a subtle middle-aged dude that decided to go out there and do guitar soloing <laughs> for 30 minutes at a time on some blues riff and go, wow, listen to that, man. It's like amazing. Jimmy Page has got nothing over me. So it's like not that kind of thing for me. It's re it's really different, <laughs> you know, the experience. And uh, actually now I'm doing a collaboration with Christian Benner, who's uh, actually, ironically, he's a, 
a leather jacket maker for rock stars. So he makes, you know, leather oh, jackets wow. for Axel Rose and Slash and, and people like that and uh, Ariana Grande, whatever. So he's done a lot of famous people's work and we're collaborating now actually together to make some, uh, some guitars. So that's a fun project. So we're going to make matching guitars with leather jackets with artwork. So that's very cool. Magical. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I don't think is, is, is so much it. It's it's more just trying to find you know synergy and sort of pick and and choose what I do and uh, you know and it just sort of keeps it at a level that I think is important to do. Awesome. Do you um, do you watch these performances? Do you watch these guitarists and you say, "That's my piece." Do you get over that thrill yet of having your custom work? being played by an artist on stage. Do you watch a lot of artists? Like, do you really get involved in, in, in that aspect? Uh, no, unfortunately, I don't really, I don't really have that, um, that sort of uh, connection so much. And it's not really so important to me. Of course, it's, it's nice to have things like when Lady Gaga did the HBO special and they used my guitars and I was invited in to watch the filming or whatever that of course was really exciting because that was when I was first doing it. But but now it's sort of like I have to respect the privacy of artists, and of course everybody who has you know high profile whatever prefers that you know they're just uh, left in their own world. So I kind of respect that. It's kind of an unwritten kind of a, a code that uh, I follow. So yes, once in a while I do have the ability and uh, and do go to shows and things, but it's not as 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 often as you would think. Even though I'm a fan, I'm a fan from afar. <laughs> All right, so you know you definitely got your limits. Sound very intelligent on the end of it too, so that that's always important to know your business, know your craft, and also know your client. Like I said, know your distance, which is awesome. Yes, yes. I don't want to say I'm best friends with these guys because I'm not, and it's just not my aim. My aim is to just do something that makes other people happy, and when they're satisfied and they'll say, say you know, what you've done for me is amazing, it's really helped me. That's you know, that's what's important to me. It's excellent. And a very noble outlook. Uh, how is it for you to play uh, in person? How is it for you to play uh, in front of audiences yourself? They like said you you create guitars for other artists, but how is it for you to get on stage and perform? Well, honestly, I haven't been doing much of that in this spring. That may be one of the things I'm going to focus on. So I'll have to let you know next time we talk. <laughs> Actually, yes, which which we definitely love. You know, it, it, again, um, it's one of those things where you have to really be uh, on the top of your game, and for me to do that, it's requiring a tremendous amount of gearing up, like it did with the recording and the writing. It's the same thing in a different kind of way. So, of, of course, it's something I'm interested to do, and uh, it's another challenge and another mountain to climb. And you're always making progress, and that's. I mean, is there ever a time you slow down? Is there ever a time you say, you know what? Let me just stop and and unwind or do you always have the mind working no i think i always have to have the mind working i think that keeping oneself busy and vital and going is really critical to one's well-being and i think that uh, a mind that is still is is definitely something where if you've got ability talent and something to say i think you always have to keep going i, I think that to be relevant and uh current especially today with the way things move so quickly, I think you always have to be on the move and it feels good to be on the move. You know, it's exciting. I think every day is a new day and you got to look at, you know, if you've got dreams and you want to follow your dreams, you better get on it and ride it fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I guess, you know, it, and a lot of creative people will tell you that, you know, time away sometimes is bad time. 
you start to lose your flow and, and lose the groove. So that's excellent. Well, I think you always have. I don't think you always have some type of downtime in some manner, shape, or form. But to sort of formalize that as a component, you know, is difficult to do because you're always sitting there thinking about something else. I think everybody just with social media alone, I mean, you know, you can get into these time sucks with uh, Instagram or whatever. And it's just amazing how much stuff you can absorb all the time. So of course that's good to turn off. I think once in a while, I think you have to kind of limit that aspect of it because no matter how good you are with Googling and everything else, I think that, you know, it becomes too much and too much, you know, you need to reset once in a while. So in that respect, I think, yes, absolutely. You do need to take some time to relax and to sort of just turn it off. And then I think that it's the creative end of it from your own that you get used to the rhythm of just constantly thinking of ideas. And, you know, it's whether it's active or passive, it's just sort of always there in the background, which I think is a good thing. You know, it's like keeping your pulse going. Very important. Excellent. Definitely. Um, tell us, if you will, let me get, um, and obviously you're not the name names, but let me get maybe your best piece of work yet from a design standpoint, and maybe your worst piece. Like you saw a piece and you said, absolutely not, I'm not touching it. Do you have do you have one of each? Of the guitars? Yes. Um, well, that's hard to say because um, there's so many ones that I've, I've liked and enjoyed, and some of them are things that I've made for myself, for example. So okay. it, it, <laughs> I really, it's really hard to say. I mean, of of the worst I think the worst is I decided to make something for the called the Green Hornet, and basically had like a lot of emerald green uh, stones on it, and it was a black guitar, and I think it's still sitting someplace in the closet. So that was a, definitely the, the dud. <laughs> First of all, people in the end, I mean, almost as big a dud as the movie itself was actually. I don't know what that wow. day was. Oh yeah. Day where I was obviously being you know not passive enough that day. But uh, of, of great that, things, you know, probably uh, probably the Tiki God guitar, that was one of my favorite things that it turned out. You know, I think that was an amazing uh, project. And some of the ones I've done with Crash are really, truly amazing, uh, where the uh, the guitars have just incredible artwork on them. And uh, that's why I've sort of pursued going now into doing guitars that are mainly more artwork and not with crystal necessarily, but, you know, pure artwork, which is, uh, you know, sort of the direction I'm going in now. Myself. And, you know, again, to have great pride in the work, there's some artists that would look at that worst piece and say, you know what, it's still uh, a Robert Kander, let me put it out, because somebody will buy it. But it's not your thing, and that's, yeah. that's admirable. Yes, absolutely. Like I said, I try my best to uh, to keep a certain level of, uh, of, of taste. And, uh, you know, there are always going to be people that tell me that they think what I'm doing is destroying instruments. And, you know, I respect that, too. And I think it's important that everybody has their opinion of what they think. And there are people that find what I do beautiful. So, you know, you can't please everyone. And I don't think you should. I think most importantly, exactly. you need to please yourself. Right. I mean, you need to please right. yourself. That's important. You sure. need to know that you've done the best you can do. And that's, you know, what it's about. Absolutely. And again, a great at- outlook. And I look at your pieces, like I said, the pictures that I put on the page, the, the tons of pictures I look through on social media. And I think it's amazing work. And like I said, I think it enhances stage presence and all. So, oh, absolutely. Thank you very much. Uh, so 2018 is ending pretty strong. The album's out. You know, the music's going. Um, you talk about maybe performing live in 2019. What else is on the horizon? New album on the way. More guitar designing. What's next for Robert Kaner? I'd say yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> I actually have another album that's, uh, that's in, in, in mix right now. Uh 
unfortunately for me, the person who does all my engineering and mixing has a successful uh, studio that he's opened uh, in New York. So he's very busy with that. So I'm having to hound him to get my, my tunes finished. But I do basically have a complete second album that's finished that I may release as an EP and may release a couple of singles. So I'm, I'm sort of thinking and, and working with uh, my PR people to figure out you know, how we're going to launch that next year. Outstanding. We're looking and, forward to and it. Right yeah. 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 So as I said, I have that project with Christian Benner Custom in New York City. So uh, that's sort of new with, on the guitar front. And yes, maybe live uh, would be uh, the next thing I tackle with music. That sounds great. Hopefully we'll get you out to uh, our area, the Philadelphia area. And if not, New York isn't yeah. far away. We'll come up and see you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love <laughs> I'd love to check out next year. Oh, yeah? yeah absolutely. Anytime. Yeah, of course. Excellent. Absolutely. Yeah, I went to Temple. Oh, yeah, right. So Temple. I know, Center, yeah, right I know Center City. I know South South Philly. I know it very well. I used to live at Broad and Pine <laughs> in Center City. So I oh, do know wow. I love Philadelphia. Right. It's so a hope... great, great town. Excellent. And, you know, we love people that make their way in the area, even if you're temporary or you make yourself permanent or graduate from the universities here. So definitely, yeah, we'd love to have you back in our neck of the woods and uh, yeah, get together and check great. out some of your art. Definitely. Yeah, um, you can check out uh, all the great artwork uh, for the listeners, uh, com, K-A-N-T-O-R guitars.com. Of course, on Instagram at Cantor Guitars, uh, Facebook, Cantor Guitars. Take a look. You can also find the new album, which is called Truth. You can find it on Apple Music, Spotify. Listen to it. It's going to be great. We've got another song coming up shortly after we let you go, but uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to uh, invite you back if you'd like to come back with us uh, sometime in 2019. Sure, I'd love to. I really appreciate the invitation, and it's been a pleasure talking with you, and I hope your listeners have enjoyed our conversation. I'm grateful that uh, I have the opportunity to talk. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun for me as well. Uh, let me wish you a happy new year. Again, everybody, Robert Cantor. Check out the new music. The album is called Truth, Robert Cantor, and, of course, CantorGuitars.com. Robert, thank you very much. Have a great new year. Have a great evening, and thank you for making time for us you here too, on the yes. show. Yes, thank All right, you so take much. Care. Take care. Bye, Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. That was excellent. Outstanding work by Mr. Robert Cantor, and again, a guy who not only plays a guitar, designs guitars for some of the big names out there. You've probably seen his work, uh, and several of these artists, like we said, Richie Sambora, uh, from obviously from the Bon Jovi days, Stevie Stevens from Billy Idol, and even did work with uh, Michael Jackson, Gary Clark Jr., Joe Elliott. The names are huge, and he's made some classic custom guitars for them. He's made his own stuff as well. We'll be talking about the brand new album is Truth. We played a song earlier called Happiness. It's a fun, upbeat song. We love it. We got another one coming up that's entitled Rain Song. So let's do that right now on the heels of that excellent interview. Uh, let me find it here in our uh, programming booth. Um, again, the song is called Rain Song. The artist is tonight's very special guest, Mr. Robert Cantor. Check it out. About four minutes and 41 seconds. I think you're going to love it because it's fun music, and that's what we do here on the O Show. And we'll be back to you in about four minutes and 41 seconds. Enjoy.
Right there is a beautiful piece of music by tonight's very special guest and Temple graduate. How about that, silly people? Temple grad. The very talented Mr. Robert Cantor, of course, of Cantor Guitars, and now of the art, artist, rather. <laughs> the new album is called Truth. Fantastic. It hit in mid-November. And you can listen to it now. The two songs that we have heard, Happiness and Rain Song. Fun. Good, upbeat music. Um, he said, make a dance. I'm dancing in the studio. It's not the same dancing in the studio without Jewel Tatey, though. It's not. But I did it. I look a little silly doing it without Jewel. Uh, 
Jewel, of course, through the uh, magic of social media, says hi to all her friends and fans out there. And, of course, she's very sad that she missed Mr. Robert Cantor, but he will be back. I said he's a guy that went to Temple, so he lives in the Philadelphia area, plans on playing here when he starts doing some touring, and we'll get out to check him out, because I love it. Um, yeah, so he did tell us about the uh, tragedy of his late wife. Um, of course, that inspires him, and as Jewel has informed me as well. Um, and that's great. He guy's a great artist, great speaker, very well-spoken. Actually came through crystal clear, which is rare here with our wonderful technology. And we thank, we thank Robert Cannon and, of course, uh, Beatrice Kimmel, who brings us all these amazing talents to come on our show. I'm also looking forward to, hopefully, he gets that um, gallery thing up and running with an art show of guitars. I'd make my way to New York for that. I would definitely make my way to New York for that. I love custom artwork like that. And of course, the Swarovski, everybody knows Swarovski, going to any mall, especially Christmas time, and their crystal is just on display, beautiful pieces. And some of the work that he uses, it's amazing that he said that some of the artists feel that he's ruining guitars, because I'm not buying that. I think it makes him pop. Like I said, the, the American flag one that is on uh, the ad page, and this, the green one, just beautiful. Beautiful works of art. Hey, he admitted himself there's some duds hiding in his closet that he's not bringing out. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. All right, so top five, Jewel Tatey, being the amazing co-hostess with the mostest that she is, phoned it in, folks, as they say in the industry. We have her top five list. And I'm very excited because for the first time in Yo Show Slap Stoop history, Stoop history, yes. <laughs> Falling apart already. It is that 9 o'clock thing. Jules got that magic over me that when 9 o'clock comes, we just start saying the damnedest of things. Anyway, let's get to Jules' top five list. And, of course, you know the category is New Year's resolutions that we'll make that we have no intention on keeping. There's ones that sound great that just really don't cut it. Looking to some of Jules, I maybe mean, I shouldn't say that because her number one's actually very sweet. Okay, number five, lose weight and get in wedding shape. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, our very own Jewel Tate is getting married in 2019. I just got the official word again today from Mr. Aaron Paul that he plans on attending and performing at Jewel's wedding. How is that? That's number five. Jewel just commented and says she fully intends on keeping her resolution. I, of course, laughed at all five of mine. And then again, that's why you see one of us on the show is a jackass, and one of us one of us takes themselves very seriously. I'll let you figure that out. <laughs> Number four, Jewel's going to try and watch her temper. I've never seen it. Even when I say stupid, obnoxious, dumbass, perverted, ridiculous things on here on the O show, Jewel, you see, laughs them off. Gives me a finger and gives me the dirty eye that nobody can see, but... Over the air, it's all great fun and comedy. So number four, Jewel's going to try and watch her temper. Number three, she's going to give back more to family, friends, and charity. That's beautiful. I love that. You know, I love it, and I always say that as, as well. Like I feel like I should be doing more for people. Um, when somebody comes at me, something someone says, "Hey, I need to borrow ten bucks." There's ten bucks. On a broader scale, though. A lot of charities out there that need it. A lot of people. A lot of people in your own backyard that could really use your hand. 
and Jules looking to make that a goal for 2019. Number two, she wants to get more organized. Who the hell doesn't want to get organized? you got to see the disaster i got going on here. got a whole new uh, design on the studio, and it's still a disaster. Of course, with me in the studio tonight, the Stanley Cup popcorn machine. But uh, Jules wants to get organized. I like it. And number one, and this is beautiful, because well, I'll tell you after I read it. The number one, she wants to be an all-around better person, a better mom, just an all-around better Jewel Tatey. I'm going to take a few minutes and not be my usual comedy self and not laugh things off. But Jewel Tatey already is number one. She already is an amazing person. Very hard worker, very dedicated to our program. And when she talks about being a better mom, she has an absolutely gorgeous little girl. An absolutely amazing little daughter. Very bright. You just can't help but smile when you see the face. And I think Jewel does an amazing job. And Jewel and Mike together do an amazing job. So I'm going to tell you, Jewel, that number one of yours isn't some resolution you're making. I think it's somewhere you already are. You're an amazing person. We are very proud to have you here as part of our show. Couldn't do it without you. And you can tell, because tonight I'm horrible without my Jewel. I miss my Jewel. Memories of a time when we were young. Oh, that was terrible. That's something also. That's a resolution for 2019 I'm going to try to keep. I won't sing on the show because that singing is terrible. See, as you can tell, I'm not a professional singer. Like Robert Cantor says, if you're going to do something uh, creative, do it right. And that right there was not. Muting, as you know, I usually bring the dog with me to the studio. He likes to go off at... Rather unusual times. Uh, I just got a uh, text message from Jewel told me to stop singing. I couldn't agree more. Because, God damn. I'm actually going to start to do a study of when I sing and how many people bail out as to who sticks around when I don't sing. Pretty sure the numbers will be staggering. That's just me. Uh, again, thank you to Robert Cantor. Thank you to Jewel Tady, who's with us in spirit. She is uh, always close by and always keeping an eye on our program and our listeners, making sure everybody here is having a grand old time. Let's talk about some more silly topics, silly news, because Jewel works hard on that, too, and she's not here to report any of them. This is a big one, um, a real big one, because this is a story that's been going on for a while, and people have been... Uh, taking this to court, et cetera. Uh, a report says that Johnson & Johnson actually hid findings of asbestos in baby powder for decades. There's a real big ongoing story about the talcum powder and the damage it's done and cancer it's caused to people. Uh, and now they're coming out and saying that Johnson & Johnson actually may have had awareness that asbestos was mixed into their talcum powder. Um you know, you can't put a more stern punishment on something like this that's being kept hidden that damages lives, damages people. Yeah, I've got no problem here. I uh, I say, you know, send them to the wolves. Let them have it. It's ridiculous. I mean, the, the lawsuit, the number on the lawsuit is already huge. Um, I'm trying to get the exact figure here from the camp, but I, I, it's it's big. It's super big. 
Um, kind of lost the story. See what happens when you do it by yourself? You lose track of everything. It's a disaster. I'll get it for you. I've got nobody. 417 million so far in, in lawsuits. Or with talcum powder. I know you got to put your product out, but the the loss of, say, some bad talcum powder as compared to the loss of human life and your bad name and all that money, and that that's saying something. So, big kicking the ass to people with Johnson and Johnson. No product is worth that kind of damage. Some good news, though. For all you coffee drinkers out there, I'm a coffee junkie. I love me some coffee. Not the biggest fan of this company, but they are going out and doing what it should have been done a long time ago. Starbucks. Yeah, they're partnering up with Uber Eats, folks. And that's right, coffee delivery starting in 2019, probably by next summer. You know, it gets nice and hot out, and you got to have that hot coffee. Seriously, though, that, to me, is huge. Um, I always said, like, you know, there's so many different places you can get lunch from and dinner from. Man, and early in the morning when you're maybe rolling in your office at work or even when you're at your house and you're trying to do household chores, man, nothing would be better than a than a coffee coming right to your door, maybe a pastry, a scone, even a breakfast sandwich is coming right to your door. So kudos. I, I'm actually excited. I may actually have to try and t- accumulate a liking for Starbucks coffee because this is big. I can't wait. Big things for people at Starbucks coming out with coffee delivery and the people at Uber Eats. Uber Eats is great. I use it a lot, uh, a lot of times on the weekend. I mean, the wife, we, we work pretty hard during the week. Weekend comes around, and I look at her, she looks at me, and we went for dinner. I'm like, mm, I don't know. The classic, I don't know. <laughs> so we look up Uber Eats, Grubhub, all of them. There's plenty of them out there now. So uh, you might pay a few extra bucks for something telling you to get dressed and change and get in the car and go out and pick something up or even sit somewhere and eat. Sometimes it's saying worth it. I'd rather have the good people at Uber Eats deliver it to me. I'll pay. I don't care. I'm not a cheap guy. <coughs> Pardon me. You tell me what it costs. I'm there. Uh, a big time buzz today. This is making its way all over different um, music websites and music format websites. And I'm going to report it. It might be. Um, Premature might be bad journalism on my part, but I've been reading tons of rumors about a reunion of the original lineup of Van Halen. Uh, David Lee Roth has uh, been out speaking to Vogue magazine, uh, doing some interviews, talking about his past, talking about his time with the band, and now a rumor of the return of Michael Anthony and the full lineup of Van Halen, supposedly within the next year. Now, the reason why, uh, if you read all the official Van Halen sites, it's really not mentioned. Uh, Michael Anthony and the Van Halens didn't have the best of breakups. He left the band, joined Sammy Hagar, who was also one time with Van Halen, and did a lot of uh, their projects. But just in reading it, it's kind of exciting. Uh, I saw Van Halen uh, a couple years back. Eddie's song Wolfgang was playing bass. Still great stuff. Still got that nostalgic feel. But they have the whole band come back and give it one last hurrah, if you will. 
pretty exciting to me. I'm a huge Van Halen fan. I would love to see it. Of course, it's very new. It's rumors coming out of a lot of websites. Don't know much about it. I'll keep reporting it as I know. I'll keep my eye on it and uh, try to break some news to you right here on the Yo Show as we find that out. Very exciting. Like I said, we got plenty of guests scheduled. We've got a couple big ones coming up in early January. Working on more. Working on some live stuff. Maybe bring a show to one of your favorite locations. All stuff we're working on here on the Yo Show. We are uh, always out for that next level. And always out to make things special for you. 2019, right around the corner. A mere five days away. Very exciting. So we are going to take, obviously, the holiday season off again. Came back day after Christmas. We are going to be absent on New Year's Eve. As uh, I know I've got some pretty big plans ahead of us. I'm sure Jules got some big plans as well. And we hope you all do too. And again, stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Call the Uber. Don't be the hero that tries to drive people home. Plenty of ways out there to get home and get back in one piece. That's about all the time we have tonight for the Yo Share. We're going to cut it short. My very, very special thanks goes out to our guest tonight, Mr. Robert Cantor of Cantor Guitars. Don't forget, CantorGuitars.com, K-A-N-T-O-R, Robert Cantor, CantorGuitars.com. The new album, Truth, that came out in November. You can find it, again, Apple Music, Spotify, where all great music is available. Check out his latest. The album is Truth, Robert Cantor, and check out the websites, CantorGuitars.com, Cantor Guitars on Instagram and on Facebook. Check out the great designs. Again, some of the likes of Richie Sambora, Steve Stevens, Gary Clark Jr., Joe Elliott, and many more. Check out the work of Robert Cantor. Terrific. We thank you very much to Robert for joining us here this evening. Um, as I always do, I am still going to thank our hostess with the mostest, my yin to my yang, our female love, our mother that holds it all together, the amazing Jewel Tatey. Jewel, kind of wish I had you right here in front of my face to thank you for 2018 and all the great work you've done. And here's 2019. We're going to make it a great year. We're going to come on strong. We've got projects and ideas in mind. And we just want to make it bigger and better, not just for us, but for all you out there as well. You deserve it. We get listeners, we get tons of listeners that check out this show and people stop me on the streets and on friends and say, hey, our show, great stuff. And that's who we want to keep it rolling for. We've got artists that want to play live with us and for us. Um, so many ideas, such great stuff to want to bring to you. And of course, Jewel makes a lot of that happen. Very creative mind. We're getting together, trying to make it bigger and better every day. So a very big thanks. I'm Jeff Shark Perini, and I'm going to tell you something, folks. I want you to have a fantastic New Year's Eve. We're going to ring out 2018. We're going to welcome in 2019 with open arms, hugs, kisses, all that great stuff, and more kick-ass stuff right here on the You Show. So remember, everybody out there, all our great listeners, don't be a douche, and be kind to everybody 
Even the shitty people. Or something like that that Jewel says. I hope I didn't blow it. I'll find out in a minute, I'm sure. <laughs> but that's it. Again, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Thank you, Robert Cantor. Thank you, Jewel Tady. Thank you, listeners, friends, fans, the whole nine yours of the you show. We bid you adieu for 2018. Thank you, Philly, for being our hometown. I'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.